Sunday morning discussion on Weekend View. jump straight into our Sunday morning discussion. The National Assembly this week voted by 232 votes to 98 to pass the Electoral Amendment Bill that will allow individuals to stand for elected office as independents. This we welcome, of course. However, it has been criticized by some saying that it is a missed opportunity for thorough reform to enhance political accountability in the country. Some independent candidates are not happy with the bill in its current form, and some civil society organizations have vowed to contest the controversial bill, arguing that it will not pass constitutional muster and it must be challenged. For further discussion on this, we join now on the line by Musi Maimane, leader of Build One South Africa Party, and Terry Zelani, former Independent Electoral Commission Deputy Chair, now Executive Chairperson of the Institute of Election Management Services in Africa. You can join in on the discussion as well. You can bring us directly on 86 I'll start with you, uh, Musi Maimane. Thank you very much for joining us uh, this uh, this morning. Um, you, you, you know, he, here we are. We've been talking and we're quite excited, I think, over the last uh, year or two about the prospects of... Of independent candidates, of course, participating um, in in the elections. However, though, seemingly uh, there, there, there might be a limitation on what representation of independent candidates might look like in Parliament, in particular, given this bill that has just been passed this week. Your your reflections on what transpired this week? Good morning, and good morning to fellow South Africans. Um, as I have described it, this is, in many ways, a malicious compliance to the constitutional court ruling that was taken. And I say that fundamentally because in many ways, the opportunity would have been to take the Electoral Act and achieve the vision that says, let the people govern. You are correct in that 232 people voted in support. But I wonder if in those 232 people, had there been people who were elected in their constituencies, did not fear the party and said, I want to uphold the constitution and I want to comply with the constitutional court properly, and were given the right to vote, even if it was it meant that it didn't satisfy the will of the party, whether we'd have a different result. The point at the end of the day is this, is that you want to have members of parliament who come from constituencies, who are directly elected by people, mm. and therefore those people are subject to the people. But as things stand at the moment, parties, and that's why we had to start Build One South Africa, is because at the end of the day, parliament only operates on the basis of parties, and at the end of it, those parties then say to their members, you'll only vote one way, and that's the end of that. So it's a missed opportunity it's a failure to comply because when you look at the technicalities of what that bill does, I would advise the president not to sign it into law because it's not going to pass constitutional muster. And at the end of the day, even if you do say you've allowed for independence to stand, in fact, as I, as I, as I make the point, that actually you've, you've said, like running a comrades marathon, the parties will run normally, but the independents will run backwards without shoes and no water, and hopefully we'll see them at the end of the finishing line. Mm. 
Before I, I hand over to to Terry to and bring him into the conversation, um, you, just just recently, of course, as as you've mentioned, you um, now of course established a, a political party. Have you now abandoned the the cause for for the independence? Um, or were you fighting on both sides? So so so, for example, if this this bill then it, it isn't then uh, it, or, or the fight uh, from from independence from civil society is a successful one. Do do you then go back to? Uh, to to the cause for for independence, what what does it mean for you and, and your newly established political party? I highlight that the cause wasn't just for independence. Independence, as a term, is just what Judge Madlanga used to say: have direct elections. The cause is for electoral reform, and the bill that we presented to Parliament would allow a constituency-based model. So build one South Africa even as a political party. We'll be going back to communities and allowing people to directly elect their people because that's what this country needs. Otherwise, you're going to have state capture in a different color. So, 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 so because at the end of the day, at one level, yes, when someone can stand independently is one choice. But the Constitutional Court understood that it was a fulfillment of the vision in 1994 that said the country's electoral, electoral system must go back to a constituency-based model. That's why even today, an ordinary member of parliament will spend three days in parliament, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and the rest of the time is allocated for what is typically called a constituency time. Yes. Because the vision was always that you go back to a community you represent. Now we don't have that. We've lost that battle. That's why, as Build One South Africa, we'll be practicing it. And when we get into parliament, we'll fight to amend the Electoral Act to achieve that. So it's not fighting on two sides. It's actually about a principle of accountability mm -hmm. that will salvage democracy in South Africa. If we don't, we don't really have a people governing We've just got parties who capture the state. Mm. Terry Delaney, let me welcome you to the discussion and thank you for your time. Do you hold, do, do you share that view that this this is a missed opportunity given what transpired in um, in, in the National Assembly this week? Uh, let me apologize. I'm running the, an election here and I'm going to have to go and do an announcement of the results. Sure. I mean, because of the matter. Uh, but I wanted to say uh, before I go in, uh, before I leave you, uh, that um, I indicated from the beginning that what the question, what the what Parliament is supposed to have done uh, was to uh, take uh, the uh, was supposed to go to the demarcation board, get the demarcation board uh, to cut the country into constituencies, and then use that information as a basis uh, for implementation of the constitutional court judgment. Unfortunately, they didn't do this. They just turned provinces into regions and expect uh, the, expect the, those who are intending to contest the elections to contest in those provinces as though they are constituencies. And then the second problem with uh, this arrangement is that um, the, 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 the defective sections of the bill is that a member of parliament who comes in as an independent, if they vacate the seat, that seat is forfeited to a political party. That's a biggest problem. And then another problem is that uh, the requirement for an independent contest election is far much more onerous uh, than for a political party. 
the political party, you need 1,000 votes. For the independent, you need almost 9,000 votes. So these are some of the problems uh, that I have identified with the current arrangement. In, in, in your view, do, do you feel that uh, the, the fight against, against this bill, as it stands, in fact, has a, um, has a, strong, a, a, tr a strong likelihood of success here, given, given the reasons here that, that you've outlined of how, how, how provinces essentially become, you know, super, super constituencies, essentially? Oh, I can't hear you properly now. Indicated, I'm a little bit under pressure. Oh, oh, all right, all right, Mr. Uh, let me let me put you back to to our producers. Um, we'll, we'll see if we if we are able to, of course, uh, uh, continue the, the conversation uh, with him. There, he had he did did apologize to say that uh, uh, he is uh, busy with an an election. Um, and may have uh, to leave us quickly. We still have uh, Mosi Maimane with us uh, on the line, and we'll continue with uh, the the conversation uh, uh, with him. But let me take a comment here. Tulani, um, Tulani says here that uh, th this can't be allowed or implemented in its current form, and civil society groups need to go to court and argue that the current crop of political parties who voted for the bill did so for personal reasons and gains. Uh, that's uh, um, a message there that came in from, from Tulane. I know there are a few more um, wanting to talk in particular also um, about uh, about Jacob Zuma, and I'll get to that in, in just a bit. Let's also take a, a voice note, and then I'll go and continue with the conversation. Good morning. My name is Tulane Zuma in Croydon. I think those who want to, to, to run as independent, independent candidates, they are selfish, self-centered, and greedy. Uh, think about this from a practical point of view. You garner the highest uh, number of votes. You go to, for example, um, the provincial legislature or, or parliament. Remember, the system there is that uh, somebody must nominate you, who will nominate you, and then you must be voted into, into being a, a, a premier or a president for that matter. Who's going to be nominating and voting for these individuals? Because remember, um, uh, the number of, of votes that you get gives you seats, but you are the only person there. How are you going to get extra seats for who? Thank you. Thank you for for that uh, voice note, uh, Musi. Come, let me let me come back to you. Maybe some uh, uh, immediate reactions uh, to to that that particular comment. But but in in, in addition, though, there, there's also a broader, I suppose, issue up about you know existing existing political parties. And all, of course, we'll talk about uh, the ANC, given that it is the the governing party, also a party in decline, hasn't performed as well in recent times as we've seen in the past. And there is, of course, the view that um, this this sort of move is also a way that uh, parties uh, uh, s such as themselves are, of course, trying to survive, if you will. And given the, the pressures and on all sorts of things that are happening in the country, so similarly to perhaps what, what, what you have done as well, one may argue that independence, while, while you start, while you're waiting, of course, uh, for there to be a proper transformation, really, of, of our electoral system, why don't you just establish yet another political uh, party as a vehicle, of course, to get you to be doing the work while, of course, we, we, we focus on the bigger project of, of electoral transformation? Well, on the last, we've done that. We've established a political party, we've engaged in communities, and citizens are coming on board saying, we want to be a part. And ultimately, communities must be able to determine. You'll read and build one South Africa's constitution, 
that ultimately we've set it up in such a way that power is always with the, with the people. Pe- people must lead and the people must govern. That's what we wanted. But I want to respond to the voice note to say, you know, people become selfish, etc. What needs to happen is personal accountability for leadership. You know, the UK right now, you have a prime minister who stands up and says, look, I can't deliver on a mandate, I resign. In South Africa, we've got multiple challenges and almost all of our presidents have not come to the point where they've said, I failed on the economy, I failed on education, I failed on this, I take personal accountability. We don't have that culture. So is it selfishness or is it seeking personal accountability when you stand up and say, let the people vote for me, because what I want to do is to be able to go, I'm directly accountable to the people. So if you look at other countries, South Africa is an anomaly in this regard. It's a, if you look at our neighboring countries, Zimbabwe, Zambia, all of them, there's a direct election of the president so that that president can stand up before the people and say, I'm accountable to the people. In other sectors, when you look at members of parliament, they are directly elected from constituencies so that if you go to a constituency of any kind and somebody asks you a question, you can account. Charlotte Makreke right now, right near the SAPC, is broken, still not fixed. Who's responsible for that? No ward councillor can can talk about Charlotte Makreke. No member of the provincial legislature, they can try, but it's a concurrent function. It's actually a national competence. So where is the member of parliament fighting for Charlotte Makreke and for health in general in Johannesburg to be fixed? No one is doing that. So to, to me, not only is it a failed opportunity, It's in fact that the ANC, as the governing party, have not even listened to their own presidents. President Mandela raised the point that electoral reform is necessary. President Mbeki raised the point even recently to say, let the people govern. President Motante put a high-level panel report highlighting the fact that an electoral reform was necessary. That's why you had many commissions that spoke to this. So the point at the end of the day is that this is not just a two-year journey. It's a multiple decades journey. And what we've seen is that when people say, is it good or bad in comparison to what? I say in comparison Mm. to state capture. Because in state capture, when you've got a one-party dominant situation, as we've got now in South Africa, you end up in a scenario where, as you know, when I grew up in Dobsonville, we used to have these shops that say, buy one, get one free. In electoral law, now as things stand now, it's by one president and get the whole party for free. Because the whole party then arrives in parliament, doesn't have to think, it doesn't have to question. If the line says, you vote this way, you vote this way. And we saw it even in small things. When someone stands up in parliament and says, but no, this is a swimming, this is a fire pool, not a swimming pool. The whole organization, even the, even clever people or whatever, vote to say, no, it's in fact, yes, it's a fire pool. Or even in whatever matter, the Palapala matter is a good example. If you say we want to ask a question about Palapala and the organization says, no, we vote against it because we're still dealing with our own processes. They decide that that's what it is. So to me, we have missed an opportunity to strengthen our democracy in South Africa back to what we originally intended it to be. For, for you, you know, for, for independent uh, candidates, I mean, all sorts can can come up, right? Um, and also, Ogana, the 
the, the support that, that, that is required for them to stand and, and so on. And it can be the very people who have participated in, in, in nefarious activities in the country, the very people who have aided um, the, the capture of the state, who have aided corruption in, SO, in SOEs across the board. What, what sort of bar, what sort of bar should, should they be to, um, to almost, uh, you know, uh, remove uh, individuals like the, or the likelihood of individuals like that from standing? Because then that just perpetuates the very problem if the, the, those same people are able to use their, their networks, their money and so on to garner support again and find themselves in positions of, uh, you know, in lawmaking uh, uh, positions and, and influencing the direction the country takes. Those are the sort of people that, that, that we in fact don't want. And is, is, is the party system perhaps not the way we at least to try and, 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 and root out those elements or at least identify them and know who these individuals are and try to keep them, try keep them away? No, your argument is actually well made, except it's relevant for parties. In this sense, that when I say it's buy one, get the whole party for free, that's how state capture works, that's how corruption works. You then get protected by the party. Ask any citizen. Everyone in the country knows who the actual people who are are looting money, etc., etc. They know them. They've read the Zondo Commission, but they have no power to be able to record. They have no power to be able to say, eh, we don't want so-and-so to represent us because we've seen that so-and-so has been implicated in this commission or that commission. You don't have that. And because you don't have that, the net consequence of this matter is such that the party protects the individual. Whereas what I'm saying to you is that if people were constituency elected or, as you put it, independents or whatever, And I agree with you. Of course, there are risks with independence. There's a risk to democracy. But here's what needs to happen. Is that in a community where you say, but so-and-so, we voted for so-and-so, and so-and-so is not working. We want so-and-so. We petition parliament that so-and-so must be removed. Then the community has spoken. They don't have to wait for intra-party disciplinaries, integrity committees, all sorts of nonsense. They can directly remove. That's what in the electoral bill is that. And it's a practice all over in many countries, in many different parts. If if I use the U.S. as an example, that's got, you know, uh, governors and states, etc. If you do not deliver for your state, the state removes you. Whether they might say your party is still favorable, they remove you directly. And even if a person forms under a party, let's know them. Because I, I raised the last point, which is to say, in a, the, the constitution, the, the, the current arrangements of parliament, ask members of parliament to set up in their constituencies. They give them days, they give them budgets for constituency work. Now, that constituency work, where it falls apart, is that it's used for party offices, and so yeah. only members of that party get to go. They were set up in law, in practice, so that those could be for the community. So that if, if a family is struggling with Sasa grants or they're struggling in poverty or whatever, they can go to their MP and say, help me here, help me with national government. But we don't, we've, we've created part of the system and failed to fulfill it electorally. Now we end up in a scenario where ultimately members of parliament are well paid by their law for themselves. 
Leto, let me thank you, uh, Musi Maimane. A pleasure as always, leader of the Build One South Africa Party. Let me also thank uh, Terry Delane, who, however brief, joined us um, earlier, former Independent Electoral Commission Deputy Chair, now Executive Chairperson of the Institute of Election Management Services in Africa. Pity he had to, he had to go. He was busy with uh, an, an election in, in Guazulu Natal, he told us there.